0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our 5 p.m. service. I like what Pastor Larry said. Now, we are back to regular programming because this is really the service that we belong to. So I hope you are already adjusting to the new schedule. I believe, ano na kayo? Hindi na kayo inaantok nito. You're already preparing for dinner. But for the next few minutes, probably until 9 p.m., we are gonna talk about the Word of God. Yeah, so not naman 9pm, probably around 30 minutes. You know what? It's been a busy week for me, and I hope a lot of you are trying to get back to the new normal. Sabi nila, you're also getting busier by the day. Because we need... To move forward. We need to survive and we also need to thrive in the lives that we have. And one of the things that I really enjoy as a pastor is being invited to speak on leadership in companies of some of our members. And last Friday and yesterday, I was able to talk about one topic to almost around 100 people combined for the past two days. It was a great time. I I believe uh, I enjoyed my time with the singles and even with the sales team. And one of the things that I liked was the messages that actually flooded my way. Sobrang dame mga ten no? And they were saying, thank you. And last night, before I actually tucked in at night, before I slept, I was reflecting, I was asking God, Lord, the things that I shared, will they actually apply it? And I remember, I've actually attended so many seminars in my life. I've attended so many lectures. I've attended so many trainings. But I was thinking about it, not all I actually chose to apply. And so for the 90 people that I was able to speak to for the past two days, this was my prayer, Lord, sana they will choose to apply what they've learned because it is all based on your word. I'm not talking about leadership today. I'm not talking about the talk that I gave yesterday. But I'm actually talking about choice. You know, people have the choice. We actually have the choice to actually listen or tune out. We actually have the choice right now to uh, listen and do something at the same time or just focus on the Word of God. We live in a world where we have the power to choose. Choice. You always have choice. A choice. Why am I saying this? You know, there are a lot of things in our lives where we are confronted with choices. But because not every day we have life-changing choices that we make, today we're going to talk about very important choices in life. You know, there are choices that would actually make you or break you. There are choices that would allow you to move in doubt or in faith. There are choices where it would allow you to fear more or have faith more. Choices in life. Why am I talking about choices? You know, Paul unpacks as we go through the same series, Gospel Explained, chapter 5, verse 12 to 21, on the two choices of two characters in the Bible that actually affect our lives today. Their choices in life would affect you and me. And that's why the Bible is very alive and active. It's not a book that has expired years ago. It's a book that is speaking to each and every one of us. And I hope you guys are excited as we talk about choice. We are starting with Romans chapter 12 as we dig deep about the gospel and what paul is saying how will we be able to make the right choice at the end of this preaching and i hope you guys are excited we start with verse 12 and this is what uh, paul said when adam sinned the first character that we know is who adam and you know this, the Bible says that it is Adam who sinned. He is the first one who sinned. It was his disobedience. He was called to lead. Bigyan siya ng warning ni Lord and the warning was do not eat that orange. Sabi nila sa mga bahay nila. 'Di ba apple 'yon? The Bible doesn't say what uh, what fruit it is, no? If you're a Filipino person, you can actually say mango. But nevertheless what fruit it was, no? Kung pakwan man 'yan. Adam actually disobeyed. And it says, Adam sinned. And sin entered the world. And Adam sin brought what? Death. So death spread to everyone for everyone sinned. Let's talk about sin for a while. You know, because of the first sin of Adam, what happened? Death came about to human beings. You know, I've realized this in, uh, when I first encountered Jesus for the first time, that I was actually living my life physically alive, but I was already spiritually dead. Sin makes us dead. And we're going to talk about that more later. I want to show to you uh, what sin is. And I found this, and it says, Sin will take you farther than you want to go, keep you longer than, than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay. This is sin. And some of you might be asking, Ano naman connection ko kay Adam? Well, hindi ko naman siya kaano-ano. We are actually related to him. Everyone is related to him. Even though he does not know us anymore, because of that one sin, it affects us. And that is inherited sin. Namamana po yan. Think about it this way. You actually have uh, some features that you get from your grandparents. Some of you look like your grandparents. And just like this, we have in- inherited sin. Let's deep dive on sin. You know, sabi nila, no, nobody actually teaches kids to sin. Imagine, tinuruan ba kayo ng mga magulang niya na magsinungaling? ba we just know how to do it? Even babies, what do they do? When they want milk, what do they do? Lum- kakalabitin ka ba ng anak mo and say, Dad, gutom na ako. A one year old or less baby would actually cry and cry until it gets what it wants. And that's being selfish, right? Sin has been inherited to us. Let me demonstrate. How many of you, and I want you to type in the chat box if you agree with me, pag meron kayo nakitang nakalagay wet paint, do not touch, what would you do? Yeah. Meron ba sa inyo, ah, hindi, tuyo na to? Meron ba? Yung, Ay, maalat nga siya eh. No? How many of you have experienced leaking a 9 volts battery? Meron? Yes. You know, I remember one of the kids, no? sabi, sabi nung daddy niya, anak, don't touch that electric. No, anak, do no. Ayan, tatlo na lang darili mo sa kaliwa. ba sinabi ko na sa iyo mapuput? Sin. It's being disobedient. It's not following what we should do. And not only is sin actually inherited, it's prevalent. And that's why I think some of you have said this once or twice in your life. No? Sabi niyo, alam mo, iba na talaga yung panahon ngayon. Dati Wala naman ganitong ano eh. hindi, simple lang ang buhay. Pero ngayon, grabe ang crime, it's not safe to go out, and sin has been very prevalent. You know, I agree with the observation, but the reality is sin has never left us. The Bible says, because of Adam's sin, sin was allowed to enter the world and consume all our minds. And not only do we inherit sin. What's the second one? We actually are imparted to sin. The world around us is full of temptations. Temptations for us to sin. And that's why, if I ask you today, would you agree with me when you say, should I be punished because of Adam's sin? This was my question when I was doing this preaching. Lord, why will I be punished for a sin that I did not do? Why do I now have the life that is reigned by sin, ang nagahari dito, kasalanan, and now I am in bondage to sin? It's not my own doing. And this is what my small mind was uh, sharing to the Lord when we were talking. But God made me realize, and I hope you also realize this, that if not Adam somebody else will and I came to a point where I said if I was Adam I would actually do that sin. I would disobey how many of you right now just in the past week have been confronted with the choice of doing right and doing wrong and you know it's right but we still decide to do wrong if that's you just type there in the chat box that's not me. All of us are in the same boat. Lahat po tayo, no? We are no different from Adam. And that's very important for us to start with. That his choice to disobey, this was his choice. He was confronted. Sinabihan siya ni Lord. Sabi niya, Don't do, do, okay. Kinain Don't do that. But he still did it. You know, Jesus said this, in John, chapter 8, verse 34, Jesus, uh, hindi ko mabasa, no? sabi niya doon, replied, very, truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a what? Slave to sin. Sin reigns when it entered the world. That we are in a position that we can never do what we want to do. Sabi nila, no? I've, I, I know you've heard this saying, gusto kong pero hindi ko magawa. We are already slaves to sin. What does that mean? You have no choice. To be a slave to sin is to be in bondage. You are shackled. That as much as you want to do the right thing, you can't do it. And this is the state of a lot of us before we met Christ. I was talking to Pastor Alan a while ago, and I was sharing him this quote, and I was pointing out to him, this quote is very nice in one condition. John Maxwell said, Life is a matter of choice, and every choice you make, makes you. Is that right? Probably you would say yes. Oh, naman, kasi the choices that I make, that becomes me, right? But you know what I was telling him? This is a good quote, if you always have the right decision. People of God, before meeting Christ, imagine if the world would define who we are based on our choices, If the word will tell you who you are based on our actions and what we choose to do, oh man, I don't know what would happen to me. And that's why we have good news today. I hope you guys are excited for that good news. And as we go and unpack verse 15 until 21, you will see the choice that God made. The choice that God made that impacts each and every one of us today. Verse 15, it says here, but there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. Paul emphasizes that you should not compare it. Sin and the gracious gift of God is nothing to be compared with. Ang layo niyan? It is, sabi there's a great difference, much more in the NIV or NLT version. He says, for the sin of this one man, Adam, which what we read in verse 12, brought death to many. That one choice brought death, spiritual death, to all of us. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through, his, through this other man, which is Jesus Christ. The first choice that God did as he sent his one and only son is to what? is for us to be forgiven that is a major decision that he had to make that that choice was to forgive you you know at the end of the day God could actually choose not to forgive us but because he is a loving God we are now forgiven you know we are forgiven not by our works not by our performance but by faith he gives it as a gift a gracious gift and so once we receive it we receive that forgiveness as well. I wrote down here um, one of my devotions this week. I actually used this as part of my uh, victory group material last Wednesday. I need to enunciate better. Psalms 103 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins from us. Church, people of God, even visitors in this podcast, or in this—this this is not a podcast. This is a live preaching. You know what? God forgives our sins. He takes it not only just forgiven in the human context. No, pag nag sorry ya, oh, sige okay na tayo. But forgiveness that comes from God is different. He tells you, you know what, anak? I forgive you, and you know what? I will bring all the things that you have done wrong to the farthest place that it will never bother you. Amen isn't that an amazing experience of forgiveness and I hope we get encouraged because this was a choice that God made he forgives us next point it says here in verse 16 and the result of God's gracious gift is very different again Paul is always emphasizing the contrast of that one man's choice of disobedience with Christ's obedience he says very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation. What is condemnation? Imagine, no. once you do something wrong, and I remember when I was young, I would actually always, most of the time, break something at home. And there would be this voice that would tell me, hala, magagalit ka, mapapalo ka, maghanap ka na ng karton, lagay mo na sa likod mo, lagot ka na, basag mo, ang mahal na mahal naman. And so I would try to perform, I would try to condition my mom, Bah, alam mo ba, ang galing ko sa school ngayon, by the way, nabasag ko yung. We are condemned, we are being consumed by that guilt of what we have done. Because of sin, we are condemned. But the Bible says, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God. Even though we are guilty of many sins. This is what we talked about last week. It's still part of justification that when we are made right, God takes away the things that remind us of our past. God takes away the things that remind us of what we have done wrong. God chose to make us right. God chose to make you right. One of the choices of God. Verse 17, it says, For sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many, as he has been saying for the past three verses, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. Why? For all who received it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man. Jesus Christ. What was Paul unpacking in this verse? Verse 17. You know, God chose for you to live in triumph. Let me rephrase that. God chose for you to live in victory. Church, hindi tayo talunan? Because God chooses for us. To live in victory that is a very important statement and I hope that not only do you hear it but you receive that word that God desires for you to live a triumphal life that God desires for you to live in victory and that's why this is the name of our church we are called to live in victory and this is what God chose for us to live in you know a lot of us and just like me you know before I get to my illustration I'm getting ahead of myself Sobra excited today you know, as I was preparing for this preaching, I was praying, and I was doing my keynote last Friday, and for some reason, all the sins that I've done, the things that I don't want to share to everyone, the things that I did last summer, lahat ng ginawa akong kasalanan, maliit pa ako, even from when I was more, nag-flashback sa harap ko. And I began to say, Lord, why am I remembering all this? Why am I thinking about what I've done before that I'm not proud of? Why am I thinking of the worst things that I've done in my life? You know, I realized that the enemy was actually bombarding me with my sins, the past sins. Why? Because that's the only way he can defeat me. That's the only way he can bother me. And what he was telling me was, Francis, wag mo ipritchyan, magsalanan ka, na kaya preach And so, ako, when I was meditating on that lie, I said, text ko ba si Pastor Larry." Siya na lang ba mag-preach? Can I text just Pastor Allen? Shanala. But you know what? God reminded me that He has already won the victory. Tinalo na niya yon. and that we should live in victory. And so I began to pray and began to declare, Lord, yes. The devil might be reminding me of my past, but you know what? That is already done. You have paid for that sin already, and that means I am free from that. I am no longer condemned of my sins in the past. And I begin to worship God and I begin to have that passion and I begin to be more excited today to preach to you why because a lot of us are being attacked by the enemy a lot of us are being attacked by the enemy in the lie that the sins of the past is still haunting you you know what God has won the victory already when he went through that cross he actually paid the full penalty what does that mean Tapos na po ang laban. We need to live our lives with the mindset that the victory has already won. Sabi ni Lord, it is already finished. And when I was looking at an illustration on how to share with you this, this uh, posture of living a life in victory, I remember a picture of a, what? Basketball game. Imagine with me. As you are now at home, Iba sainyo on the couch. Iba sa inyo, probably on the bed or in the, wherever you are. You might be in your car. Imagine you are part of the basketball game. You're part of the team. Unfortunately, by halftime, you're down by 30. Talo na kayo. The, the team that you are up against has never lost. And kayo, you're a new team. It's a new uh, mix of people. There's no star player. And you go down to the dugout. The coach is sad. You are sad. And you're contemplating. What baka lang. You have already embraced defeat. But you know what happens? Big J comes in the dugout. Pass Big J. And he guys, I'm going to play. I'm part of your team. And you know what? I know the ending. And the ending is I'm going to score 100 points. And I'm going to pass the ball to you. You're going to shoot. But it's okay. You're going to still run. Because we are a team of five. I'm going to do everything that you need. And you know what? We're going to win by 50 points. Imagine that when you go out and play anong pagpasok mo dun sa sa court paano ganyan nee diba an imposter natin? pagpasok mo come on pass me the ball and then pass it back to why because you know the ending of the story you know the life that we have the struggles that you're going through that, that uncertainty that you have right now you have to understand god already won the victory if you're believing for something, for healing, you have to declare that, that God has already defeated what? Sin and death! And that's why we have the opportunity to live a life of victory. Church, I'm gonna say this again. Jesus chose for you to live in victory. Are you living your lives in victory today? Verse 18, it says, Yes, Adam's one sin. Sobrang kulit ni Paul, no? Paulit-ulit. Why? Because he was driving at a point what's that point that it's important for us to see that the consequence of what Adam did affects us but all the more what Christ has done the choices that God has made affects us even greater it says in verse 18 yes Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone but it says Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and a new life for everyone. Isn't that amazing? That God actually not only just repairs the, what is broken, He gives you a new life. We are a new creation. The last time I said this, no, nagkamali ako naminesit siya ko ni Randall. Sabi niya, ang sinabi ko daw sa preaching. You, the old has gone, the new has gone. Mali palayon, no? And this is what is right. You know what? God chose that you would be new that he would not repair the the broken but actually you are a new creation imagine that the old has gone and the new has come when you are new wala nang nung dati you know sometimes it's just us who wants to live in the past it's the lie of the enemy that we are not free it's the lie of the enemy that we are not a new creation but we are a new creation god chose that we become a new creation. Okay, as we continue, no, pag ginawa tayong bago ni Lord, walang trace, walang bahid ng nakaraan. It haunts us, minsan mayroon pa tayong mga how we do it before, but the Holy Spirit lives in you to remind you that you are a new creation already. Verse 19, it's getting exciting, I know we're almost done, it says, because one person disobeyed, many became sinners but because one other person obeyed many will be made righteous the gospel tells us that god made us righteous god chose to make you right with him that's what righteousness means you are made right and righteous does things that are pleasing to the lord and because god made you righteous this is the most important point it means that we can now live in righteousness. We can now choose what is right. You know, a while ago I've shared with you a quote about um, not being able to do or to choose what we want to do. Even Paul said this in one of his letters. Sabi niya, ba? I do the things that I don't want. And I. Uh, I yon. Gets niyon, diba? Yes. But this is my point. When God chose to make you right with him this is actually allowing us to embrace and experience the true freedom of choice let me say that again when God made you right this is the opportunity for us to live our lives with the right picture of freedom of choice why because of this statement in Christ, we now have the freedom to choose what is right. And that is exciting. Because no onasi Lord, when sin reigned, it says we are, the Bible says we are uh, slaves to sin. And so as much as we want to change ourselves, we always go back to sinning. We always go back to doing what is wrong. But because we experience the righteousness of God, guess what? We now have the ability and the power to say what is right and choose what is right Lord thank you why because the Holy Spirit lives in us you know the right picture of freedom of choice is being able to say no to sin that is true freedom brothers and sisters now you have the ability to say no why because Christ has overcome that the Bible says no temptation can overcome you. And that we can say no. The Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us. Exciting time. Verse 20. We're almost done. God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they are. Even today, our country actually adds more laws. The laws of the land. And ako, now I see a new law. I was studying it as much as I can. I was taking time. So I go, what does this law mean? And I said, Wow. Ni ko kayang i lahat ng traffic laws. May nadagdag na naman. And so what Paul is saying here is that the law actually magnifies the sinfulness of man. Before, uh, I think it's in verse 13, Paul says, before the law was given, we were already breaking laws. But now when the law was given to Moses, it actually shows that we are so sinful. But you know what? Even though the law will show us of how sinful we are. There's good news. God's wonderful grace became more abundant. Let's say that again. God's wonderful grace became more abundant. What does that show us? This is a picture of a dam. It's a water reservoir. This is a picture of a dam. And some of us might feel that we are here in the other side of the dam where it's dry. We are here where the love and the grace of God can't reach us. And that the more that we sin, the wall of the dam becomes higher and higher until we say, Lord, I don't deserve you anymore. Sobran lalana ng buhay ko I, I think I am far from you reaching on to me. But you know what? As Paul said, even though sin is magnified. Even though we realize we are more sinful, God's grace abounds. And this is a picture of the grace of God. It's raging waters that would actually conquer any wall of sin. You know what? There is no sin that God cannot deal with in your life. There's no sin that God cannot forgive. There is no sin that God has not overcome. The Bible says, he has defeated death. He has defeated sin. The Bible also says, Sin, where is your sting? Wala ka ng kamandag. Because Jesus rose from the dead. God chose that His grace will be abundant in your life. Last verse. So just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules Instead, giving us the right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Christ Jesus. You know, God chose that you have a relationship with Him. God chose to forgive you. God chose to make you new. God chose to live, to make you live in victory. And you know what? God chose for you to have a place with Him forever. A place in heaven that you can enjoy. So the question is, what choice do you need to make today? What choice do you need to make to stay in being in bondage of sin or to stay in the grace and love of God? That's the choice that you need to make. You know, before you make that choice, I'm going to share with you an illustration. One of, I think a lot of you have watched this movie. Pastor Alan, when he watched it, he was so excited. He feels like my part two. And I realized it's part of a comic book. You know, this movie, Old Guard, and this is the only illustration I want to share with you. The tagline of this movie is this, Forever is harder than it looks. What does that mean? Forever is harder than it looks. I got struck by this tagline because I think it's relevant to us. Some of us are saying, I don't want to figure out doubt now. Lord, saka ako babalik sa'yo pagka ready na ako. Lord, dami ko pang di i-give up. I can't give up these things. And so probably I'll just go to you. But you know what? Forever is harder than it looks. That we need to make a choice. And there's one thing that I want to tell you today. Before you make that choice. Because this choice will actually make what seems to be permanent in sin now temporary. And permanent in Christ. Before you make that decision, or that choice, I'm gonna one by one tell you the choices that God made. Number one, sabi niya, He forgave us. Number two, He said, He made us right. To prove that, He adopted us as sons and daughters. Number three, He chose that we live in victory. Number four, He chose that we can live a life where we can choose what is right and do what is right. And number five, he also says that he chooses to spend eternity with us. In these five things that we've discussed in the past 20 minutes, God made and chose one decision that actually summarizes why he did those five. You want to know? You, you, You guys want to know? This is the choice of God. And this is what he made. He actually chose you. God chose you. And that's the reason why He forgave you. It was not an accident. Oh, sige na, nga, I forgive na kita. Hello? God chose you first. God pursued you first. God went after you so that He could forgive you, so that He could experience you to be a son to Him, to be a daughter to Him, so that you could live victoriously, and so that you will spend eternity with Him. You know, this might sound cheesy, but the reality is this. God chose you you know, God is choosing you today. This might be the first time you've learned about this, but God is choosing you. And so if you are saying, Lord, na lang," Lord baka matunaw ako," or some of you might be saying, Lord, you know, if you only know what I've done in the past, you won't be able to save me. You know what God is saying, no matter how sin has enslaved you no matter how big the things that you've done in the past no matter how you see yourself na parang sulit ba si Lord you know never kang lugi kay Lord why? because of this we will always gain much more in Christ let me say that again church you will gain much more with Christ we need to choose to live a life of sin and we need to go back to Him You know what? This message is not only for the people who have heard this message for the first time. It's also for us who have been here in the Lord. God is speaking to you today. And I believe the proper response for us is to now worship God.